I'm Deidre. I'm Chelsea. And we're giving you a million murders. still in spooky season spooky we've got somebody here with us who victoria victoria yes say hello again you got covered up hello all right so from the other side (laughs) because she's on the other side (laughs) she's on the other side she on the other couch we don't own the right yes we do not a man this morning Mm mm-mm just that one part. I'm going to start talking like this, okay? Okay. Not really. All right. So, I'm going to do... Me? Some... So, I'm going to do some shocking stories of September. I know it's a little late. They're always a month behind, though. But depending on when this airs, it could air in October. It could be early November. I don't know yet. It'd be all right. Either way, we said it was spooky season. It's still spooky season in November to me. So, whatever. It's Christmas to me in November. <laughs> no, no, I will not skip Thanksgiving. Jingle I am bell. someone who, I very much like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm a Thanksgiving advocate. I love Thanksgiving, but I love decorating for Christmas. I know. Everybody just says, forget Thanksgiving. I want to decorate for Christmas. And I'm like, no, we have I don't, to celebrate. See, I'm not that kind of person. I don't forget Thanksgiving. I feel like it's I just love starting to decorate. It's like the middle child between like Halloween and Christmas. So, I'm the middle child. So you get it. I'm no. Just <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody's like, forget Thanksgiving. Forget Chelsea. <laughs> Well, we don't forget. My whole life. I'm hollering. We'll have to have a therapy session after this. Uh-uh. I'm not a therapist, by the way. But. Well, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was little, as, I, as long as I can remember, every Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, we go home, after like the dinners and stuff, and we put our Christmas tree up. I feel like that's that's fine. Every year. I approve. But that one year, I think it was two years ago or a year ago, we put our Christmas tree up early. That's right. All my stuff that I had going on, so it was just kind of like try to get in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. That was the only time that we've ever done it that early. Christmas is what? All year. It is. Uh huh. <laughs> Victoria's parents. Twenty five Christmas trees. Always have a Christmas tree up at all times. All right. So, police reportedly found a deceased body in the bathtub of a home while they were investigating a report of a woman burglarizing a house. On Saturday, September 10th, at approximately 3.30 a.m., officers responded to the 100 block to a report of a burglary, the Bullhead City Police Department announced in a news release. At the scene, police said 65-year-old Christine Walters was discovered in the home rummaging through property. And investigators reportedly believe Walters made a forced entry into the residence. According to police, Walters had also been to the home two days prior on September 8th and stole purses and clothing, which she tried to sell online. Just going and stealing people's houses. So I'm wondering, did she just think 
did she break in and was like whatever obviously and then she thought <laughs> yeah but like then she was like oh nobody's here so and then she just decided to keep coming back or did she know nobody was you know i don't know mm-hmm. but either way so she was trying to sell that stuff online during a search of the home police said they found a deceased body who police reportedly believe is the homeowner in a mummified state inside the bathtub. Police do not know how long the body had been in the home or the bathtub. Like, that's, like, did that woman know? I mean, I don't know who's going to look in the bath. I mean, people keep stuff in their bathroom, but I don't know if she just wasn't going in there, but I mean... I'm, I would never do that. Right. But if I would, I would check every room just to make sure no one's there. Yeah. Or like. Maybe she seen it and she was like. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe she, maybe she thought it was like the home was. Like, oh, she, they dead now. So I can't sell they stuff. They ain't gonna find out. Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm like, <laughs> what did know. this woman know? Cause this is horrible. So. Neighbors neighbors reportedly told authorities that they had not seen the homeowner in about a year. Gosh. And they okay, and they thought she had moved. Now So they just thought she moved. Nobody's checking. What about in. the landlord? Well she pro she was a homeowner. So, the, so she had, Oh the homeowner. So she ha- she owned her house. Yeah, but how does it go by a year without Maybe she didn't have like, a car? She's not paying her mortgage and not like a year goes by, like wouldn't somebody? Well, if it's, if she'd lived there a long time, then she would have had her house paid off, and then, but like insurance, I feel like, and that's the thing is like your insurance can lapse, and they don't, but they won't care. They'll just be like, whatever. You can pay your insurance for a year if you want. Yeah, you can pay up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but maybe she did. I'm just saying, if her house wasn't paid off, like you would think. Yeah, it would be foreclosed on, and then it would go up for auction. So it must not have been. I'd hope not. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's terrible. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. They may take them more than a year before they foreclose on a but house. I don't know. I don't guess she had family that cared about her or friends. Yeah, or maybe maybe she was, like, the last one. I don't know. Oh, ain't her Deidre in a year. She's all right, probably. Yeah, like, no. I don't know. But, I mean, some people... This is sad. Some people don't have people like that. Yeah. To check in on them. So. Check in on your peeps. Check in on your people. <laughs> Victoria's mm-hmm. like. Oh, I could be dead and y'all just would know. I wouldn't know. Deidre would know. The dogs would have ate Oh, I talked to Deidre. <laughs> I ain't talked to Victoria in two days. Something's wrong. I'm like, I'm just making sure Yeah, because you're the one she calls. <laughs> okay, so. Detectives executed a search warrant for Walter's home and vehicle where they found multiple items belonging to the victim. So she done stole the stuff from, she was stealing all kinds of stuff. Okay. So she had her birth certificate, IRS paperwork, driver's license, and credit cards. So this woman knew that this woman was, deceased i would say trying to like steal her identity yeah she was just gonna steal her identity and go on but like okay so anyway i'll just keep telling this and then we'll talk about it (laughs) um yeah police said that's what they found then detectives also reportedly found drug paraphernalia and methamphetamine 
But Walters was arrested and booked into the Mojave County Jail for two counts of burglary. According to police, additional charges for credit card theft, possession of dangerous drugs, and possession of drug paraphernalia are possible. So So they don't know if it was hers or the homeowner? What? The drugs? It said possible, so I didn't know if that's what that Um, meant. No, I think they just mean... Because they found the drugs... Yeah, I think they, well, they found the drugs in the thief's car of this woman. Uh Uh-huh. They found her, this 65-year-old woman, in this person's house. Now, the person, the deceased person in the story has not been named. So, we don't know. But this poor person was like, my boys like, this poor person died in their home alone Mm -hmm. With no one to check on them, no one to care for them, no one to know anything had happened. And then this woman comes in, and it sounds like she's an addict and was looking for stuff to get. But then sounds also like she was just going to steal this woman's identity Mm -hmm. and go on, which, I mean, it's just crazy to me. And then nobody has said at that point, what happened to the woman but it sounds like maybe she died of natural causes in the tub or the yeah. the person yeah yeah so that's crazy and i feel like i want to say i don't want people to think that i'm just like here's the bad stuff that's happened like here's the murders that are happening every day <laughs> during the month but these stories just really interest me because there's always like something going on and somebody out there may not have seen this news clipping and may be like, yeah. oh, hey, that's so-and-so, you know, and they may know something. So, anyway. Okay, so story number two is... The bones of a woman who had been missing since 2017 were reportedly found wrapped in a cloth late last month. According to a press conference streamed by WKBN-TV, 29-year-old Amy Hambrick was last seen in November 2017 and was supposed to go to a friend's house but never showed up. Since her disappearance, investigators conducted interviews, used cadaver search dogs, and recovered electronic devices, but they were not able to locate Hambrick. WFMJ-TV reports. Nearly five years since she was last seen on August 26th, Hamburg's remains were reportedly found by a woman searching for her missing dog in the woods. The bones were transported to Mahoning County Coroner's Office and forensic dentists, which I didn't know that was a thing. Forensic dentists? That's cool. Like, you're not just a, I, When they say they, like, check dental records... When they say they check dental records, I just thought it was like they just have, like, a DMD, like just a regular dentist... Check them. But it sounds like there's like a whole forensic dentist. I was about to say, I just thought they had their own. Yeah, like just a dentist. No, like the, what do you call it? I guess the investigators. I just thought they had like their own. Like that's oh, all they done was. Their, like the, no, not their own people, but they had like their own dentist that didn't like do dental work, but done stuff like that. That's just what I thought. Yeah, well, it's, okay, so it sounds like that's, you thought what is correct. Uh, (laughs) That don't happen very often. Yes, it does. Okay, so 
The forensic, de- the forensic dentists were able to identify them based on the jawbone and dental records. Hamburg's cause of death is still under investigation, but because the bones were wrapped in cloth, investigators reportedly believe that someone knows what occurred. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, authorities reportedly do not know how long the bones were in the woods, nor how long Hamburg had been deceased. According to WKBN, Hamburg leaves behind a daughter. Mm. I just hate that. Mm. So, what I'll do is I will go through here and I will put... Some of this stuff, like the information that you need to report anything, if you know anything, um, into like the show notes or something. So then that way, if somebody knows something, they can figure that out. I need to make a note to do that. Okay. Story three. I think it fell off. It always (laughs) does. I hope I do it. If I don't do it, somebody just send me a text and say, hey, you didn't do that. Or email us at ameliamurders at gmail.com <laughs> since y'all don't all have my phone number. Anyway, okay, so a 71-year-old woman pleaded no contest last week to charges relating to their husband's death just before she was scheduled to go to trial for murder. York County Court shows Virginia Hayden pleaded no lo contendre or no contest to third-degree murder and tampering with public information, and she will serve 6 to 20 years in prison. Hayden initially faced over 60 charges related to her husband Thomas Hayden Sr.'s disappearance and death, including first-degree murder, over 20 counts of forgery, and more. She also faces 14 counts of wire fraud for allegedly stealing over $113 in her deceased husband's Social Security benefits. It's always the Social Security benefits. Every time. Okay, so according to the York Daily Record, on January 18th, 2012, a person walking on the Conewago Road reportedly came across a plastic food saver bag with a blood-stained item, um, skin, and hair inside. Mm. Yeah. The remains were sent to a DNA lab where they remained unmatched until 2017 when Thomas's siblings submitted their own DNA samples. The York Dispatch reports the bl- the bag the black the bag contained a scalp, oh, with hair tied, in a ponytail, mm. and a bloody sheet. Ugh. The York Daily Record says Thomas Hayden's estranged daughter Kim Via reported her dad missing in 2017. As police investigated his disappearance, they reportedly charged his stepdaughter Connie Lynn Pender for tampering with public records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around Plano. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Around the same time, Virginia allegedly told a Pennsylvania state trooper that Thomas had left Pennsylvania one night in 2011 to seek medical treatment for ALS and never returned. She then reportedly provided conflicting stories about her husband's alleged departure. As detectives investigated Virginia and Thomas's lives, they learned that Thomas had never even been diagnosed with ALS. Hmm. And Virginia also allegedly told people her husband was dead, saying, because to me, he is. But he really is, because you killed him. Yeah. According to the York Daily Record, a forensic pathologist testified at a prior hearing that Thomas was likely shot to death and someone used a substance to disintegrate his body. Thomas's body, however, remains missing. So, like, they still can't find this man's body. And this is in York County 
Pennsylvania. So if anybody in that area maybe knows anything, knows what happened to Thomas's body, get in contact with the York County Police Office because we want to make sure that we want to make sure that this guy's body is found. Okay, so the fourth story is Two women are accused of stabbing a man that they were reportedly dating at the same time. Ratchet. Yeah. Horry County? Horry County? H-O-R-R-Y, I'm not sure. Court records show Amber Mullins, 22, was charged Monday, September 12th with domestic violence of a high and aggravated nature, while Ashley Klein, 27, faces charges of assault and battery of a high and aggravated nature. Klein posted $7,500 bond the next day, but Mullins remains in custody without bond. Mullins was out on bond after she was arrested in June on a charge of assault slash attempted murder, um, according to the arrest warrant cited by WMBF-TV on Thursday. September 8th, Mullins spoke to her live-in boyfriend about his alleged cheating with Klein, and then the three of them were all in a bedroom when Mullins allegedly went to the kitchen and grabbed a knife. Mm-hmm. Is Mul- that this year? Yeah. Yeah, these are from last month. Like, all of these are, like, took place, like, happened last month. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mullins allegedly walked back into the bedroom and stabbed her boyfriend in the leg and neck while Klein reportedly held him down. The extent of the victim's injuries was not immediately clear. So, we've got people out here cheating on people, and then they done turned on him, and, bo- and like, she held him down while she stabbed him. Like, that's intense. That's a lot. You know? I know. I was like, I mean, he didn't deserve it. Right. Like, no one deserves like- to be stabbed. Okay, so the lesson to learn here is you don't know who you're dealing with, so don't, you know, just don't cheat, period. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't cheat because you don't know who the other person is in the situation. And so usually that comes out as like, you know, a jealous husband, a jealous mm-hmm. wife who has like some sort of mental illness or anger issues. So then when they find out that you're cheating, they're going to kill you or yeah. you could end up in a situation where you, the cheaty, the cheater, Ends up being attacked by both of the people you are cheating with. I mean, that was a turn of events for me. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. So they were both big mad. They may have not even known. Two black Cadillacs. About each other. Oh. Two black Cadillacs. Carrie Underwood, Victoria says. Has a song about that. So, okay. They had his funeral and everything. Yeah, girl. Oh. Carrie wasn't playing. Okay, okay. I'm not the avid country fan, so I'm in the dark on this one. But... I do like Carrie Underwood. I like her music. I've been cheated on several times, so that song, it's right in the heart. <laughs> Just in case you didn't hear, Victoria said she's been cheated on several so, times. Run. And that song hits her right in the heart. <laughs> so, the next person uh, who wants to approach Victoria, just know. Ca- just approach with caution and just know. <laughs> that she- <laughs> okay. She knows that song by heart. She knows that song by heart. <laughs> and she feels it deep Every down. Every word. Every single word. Okay, so my fifth story comes from Kentucky. The Warren County Sheriff's Office arrested a man 
after learning he was planning to pay someone to kill his own wife. Mm-hmm. According to an arrest citation, a confidential informant was able to provide detectives with information and two audio recordings with Young from September 6th and 12th. The citation goes on to say that a 51-year-old male sought out the confidential informant to kill his wife after he spent time assuring their relationship looked like a healthy one from the outside with the goal of not becoming a suspect. So, he was like pretending to mend his relationship with his wife so mm-hmm. that when he planned her death, he wouldn't be a suspect. But honey, you're always the suspect. Like, we all know this. You're a suspect if you are dating, married to, even had some past intimate relationship with. You are always a suspect. So Yeah, when I heard that this story, I was like, that crazy. Yeah, so... That happened. Um, during, during the September 6th recording, Young explains, so this is like the recording that the informant got. Mm-hmm. Young explains several ways he thought his plan for his wife to be murdered could play out. The first recording indicated that Young would take his wife to a trashy bar, which I'm like, well, you're just calling some of these bars in Bowling Green trashy. Well, where he could get her drunk. Um, someone would then begin an altercation with her in which they could sh- then shoot her and take off. His, yeah. The citation said they also spoke about a staging or about staging a robbery, staging a robbery at his wife's place of business. The citation cites on the September 12th recording, young told the confidential informant that he visited his wife's place of business the week before to assure there were no cameras. Young had allegedly been giving the confidential informant money to fix their getaway car. He also reportedly paid the informant $400 to get new tires and promised he would get more money to fix the windshield. So apparently there was a bad windshield and all this stuff. Detectives arrested Young on September 13th and charged him with solicitation to murder. He was taken to Warren County Regional Jail. Young was released from jail on the 14th on a bail that was set to $100,000. Hmm. So, those are my shocking stories of September. Yeah. Yes. So, that last one, I guess you can't really tell any information, but York County, Pennsylvania, um trying to find Mr. Thomas. And then if you know anything about the lady who was found in the bathtub, if anybody knows who, you know, I'm sure she's been identified by now because I did these later on, but where was she from? She was from Arizona, Bullhead city Mm. police department. That was over that. So, I mean, if anybody has any information on that too, you know, that would be good. And, but that's it. That's all that I have. Yes. Well, good job. Thank you. I like these. I like doing these. Keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any requests, you know, whatever you want to do, you can email us at a million murders at gmail.com. And you can hop on over to our Instagram, check out the photos of the cases we cover. Um, sometimes there won't be photos, 
if it's like hauntings or something. Mm-hmm. And then we have a Facebook page. You can go start a conversation, request something if you don't have email. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a... Oh, go ahead. And the um, all the people that have... The, our first A Million Murders on Facebook. If you haven't went to our new page, we'd love for you to go like it. Yes, that's what I was about. That's we were we only have, I think like, we only have like 69 on our new page. Yeah, so we have a page and we have a group. So when we've yeah, been the saying... Yeah, the group. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, well, we've been saying, go to our Facebook page, A Million Murders, but really, it's a Facebook group, A Million Murders. So, um, the Facebook page, you can... You can put in a million murders, it'll take you there, but I think the technical, like, way you can find it is, like, at a million podcast, because it wouldn't let me do a million murders, because it's, like, against Facebook's rules. But you can have a page called a million murders. I don't know. So, anyway, at a million podcast, or just type in a million murders, and we'll pop up. And, yes, please go like our page and our group. We had to make one so we could link some stuff up. And we have a link tree as well so that is posted on the facebook group the instagram bio um all that good stuff so i think that's everything do we cover it all think so okay well thank you all so much for tuning in and we hope you come back for a million million more. more goodbye